1: They can't handle the truth. War Room, Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. A diverse and inclusive force is a war fighting imperative. This is on a slide at the Air Force Academy. General Clark, do you agree with that statement?
2: I do agree with that statement, sir.
1: So, I mean, were were the Mongols diverse?
2: Well, sir, uh, I'm not really... uh... As versed on Mongol warfighting as how about, I am on how about the U.S. warfighting,
1: were the Vikings diverse?
2: Again, sir, I'm looking at our country, the most diverse country in the world.
1: Sure, sure, but this is about a warfighting imperative. How about the fight, the force in Ukraine? Are the Ukrainians fighting the Russians a diverse force?
2: Sir, once again, uh, my concern is the people that I'm charged to build into leaders. The right, f- but you
1: would you would acknowledge that throughout history, including present history, that statement hasn't borne true in every example, right?
2: Sir, what I would say is that those countries have to rely on the full force of their population to to build a war fighting force yeah. to win our wars, and that's why it's important for us to be diverse because our. Sure, so nation- let's
1: look at the population that actually makes up. The, the, the fighting force frequently. Now we have more w- men than women, right? 70-30-ish? That's right? correct. And, and of the men we have, most of them are not transgender men. Most of them are cisgender men, right? Uh, yes, sir. But yet at our academies, we pu- push something called the Brooke Owens Fellowship. Are you familiar with that?
2: I am, yes, sir.
1: And in that fellowship, it specifically says, if you are a cisgender man... This program isn't for you. So you just said that your answer on why we, why we do such this, this full hug of these diversity concepts is because it's all about the fighting force that we draw from. But you, you're literally pushing a program in the academies that says, if you're a cisgender woman, a transgender woman, a non-binary, agender, bigender, two-spirit, demigender, what's demigender?
2: Sir, that's, a, uh, that's a, a, a term of the people that are eligible for that particular scholarship that yeah, what's is available a person? to, it's a person who looks at their gender in a, in a, different, uh, a different way than I do, sir.
1: Well, sure, that's all so. of these people. You're a cisgender man, you don't even get to apply. Well. Do you know what geni- demigender really means?
2: I, I'm not really sure, sir.
1: Right, so do you know what agender means? All one word, not a space gender, but a gender.
2: Uh, sir, I don't.
1: Right. So here we are, pushing a fellowship, calling for people that you don't even know what the words mean, and the number one group of people, the cisgender men, are excluded. Now, in the name of diversity, equity, and inclusion, should we be pushing programs that we can't define? that exclude the largest group of service
2: members? Well, sir, first, that uh, program is not an Air Force Academy program. It's a program open to our entire country.
1: Right, but you you guys advocate for it within the academy.
2: We allow our cadets to apply for it.
1: Why are you allowing your cadets to apply for a program when you cannot define the basic terms of eligibility?
2: because it's an opportunity for us to develop them as warfighters, and we look for every opportunity that we can. But you don't even know what the words mean. How can to, you
1: use this as a way to develop the warfighters if you don't know what it means?
2: Well, some of those those uh, terms may not be applicable to us at the Air Force Academy, but some are. But, but, so, but if,
1: Well, if you don't know what they mean, it's hard to
2: tell if they're applicable or not. So
1: I think one of the reasons why some of this stuff has gotten into the academies is because we don't have the same oversight from the Board of Visitors. And, Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record uh, an article from the Washington Examiner entitled, To Push Wokey Ideology, Biden Illegally Gutted Military Academy Oversight Boards. And so, in this piece, it goes through a timeline where on September 8th, 2021, all of President Trump's appointees were fired. On September 17th, Secretary Austin created Board of Visitors subcommittees, and then he populated those subcommittees with people who weren't on the Board of Visitors. Have you ever seen that happen before?
2: Sir, our board of visitors is populated and uh, and supports us in great fashion. Right.
1: So. What about the subcommittee? Are there people on the board of visitors subcommittees who are not on the board of visitors?
2: I can't answer that, sir.
1: Seems like something we ought to know.
2: I, I'm Yes, sir. I'm not sure. Right. But
1: you're... that would be odd, right? I mean, here. Okay, let me ask the question this way. You, you don't have any basis to disagree with the reporting here in the Washington Examiner that literally we have people who are not on the board of visitors who are serving on these subcommittees. You have no basis to disagree with that, do you?
2: Uh, sir, I'm not exactly sure the question you're answer- asking, so, I, so I'll have to take well, that for record so I can understand what you're look exactly what, what you're events, asking. I hope.
1: Thank you, Mr. Representative Escobar. Friday, 21. 21-
0: July, year of alert, 2023. That was Matt Gates eviscerating a senior Air Force. uh, It's just it's a disgrace. Note to the Air Force: you should murder board the questions that you know are going to be asked before you show up, and not know the basics of this radical agenda you're pushing. It's it's offensive and a disgrace. And once again. How the House Republicans, and, and particularly the the Magnificent Six and the Mighty 20, had to go through, and of course they had others, I think there was like 70 total, had to go through the NDA and offer these amendments that took the wokeness out. How did the Armed Services Committee, controlled by Republicans, vote this thing out, I think, I don't know, 59 to 1, 49 to 1? How did that happen? How did this happen? And it's all coming back next week. Next week is going to be a Blackburn. There's so much going on, so many votes going on. The Senate's going to come back in this NDAA. And you're going to see in in high relief exactly uh, who is serious about getting the work. We had Chris on earlier. We had uh, Sam Sorber on the morning show. We just had Dr. Gina Loudon. You got. If you're serious about this, you got to fight for it, and you got to get in there. You got to dig it out. You got to cut the money off. Joe Allen's going to join us in a second. I'm going to ask Joe about this. Joe's got another. Um, uh, we couldn't get to it this morning. Just incredible stuff on transhumanism. I'm going to do that in a second. Chris Hor, uh, you're one of the favorite, uh, I guess, guests or contributors I bring on here, because the Warren Posse loves these these limited sales of stuff you guys come up with at the Satellite Phone Store. The generators are a particular one, given everything that's going on with the heat situation, with the, the smoke coming across the Canadian border, the fires, all of it. Walk me through You've got a special force today. I want to take a minute or two and walk through exactly what we've got and how people
3: get it. Well, Steve, yeah, portable generators, portable power stations are an essential part of any preppers and now, I think all of the Warren and posse knows that. They're also great for taking on uh, hunting trips, camping trips, fishing trips. You know, these devices give you power when it's not available anywhere else. Um, and for example, today we have the EcoFlow River 2 system right here, which you can see it's highly small and portable. So it's lightweight. You can throw it in the car or you can just move it around very easily. Uh, this device has four USB ports, it has a DC port, and two regular plug outlets. So it can literally charge or power anything. And uh, for example, it can keep a fan running for up to five hours. It can recharge a cell phone or a sat phone over 20 times. Power fully recharge a laptop up to four times. Or you can keep a mini fridge going so you can keep your food food safe for up to three and a half hours. And that's just this small unit right here. It also comes with a 160 watt solar panel. And this can recharge you. So you can recharge this unit uh, to 100% in just an hour. And uh, Steve, this unit right now is normally with the solar panel $1,000, uh, but they're 40% off right now at 549 at beready123.com. That's B E ready123.com. Or you can call us at 941 955 1020. It's 941 955 1020. We also have other units, Steve, that will power your entire house, can kick out up to 7,200 watts uh, that uh, will literally run your entire house for up to six or seven days. So we have whatever you need for your power uh, requirements. But again, these units are essential, and we've seen power outages going on across the country, rolling blackouts with this heat wave and so on. And you do not want to be without these these power stations, Steve.
0: And and, 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 rolling, and rolling brownouts all over now, Texas, Arizona, the whole thing. Also, a huge article the other day on this, because I keep warning people about cyber attacks and about the cyber crime uh, on your home title. But they had this huge piece the other day, even linked to it, that um, about the CCP has analyzed and the whole grid for the whole country is now not just with the bad decisions we've made uh, in Texas and other places. About the grid, but the CCP is specifically targeted uh, the electrical grid in the United States. In case, of, in case this thing is, you know segues over to kinetic war, the Wall Street Journal story last week talked about hey, in the third world war, cyber and bio weapons are going gonna to end this thing, could end this thing quicker than it ever happen. One of the targets would be the grid. These types of generators are exactly what you need in case there's a nat- either from decisions politicians have made about electrical generation in the grid for the brownouts and the blackouts, or it just trips for a natural disaster in one of these uh, fires, or if we get in a situation where the CCP or the Russians or even a criminal element actively take down the grid, this is the type of generator you need, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely correct. Look, you do not want to be without heat, without uh, a fan or without AC or without light, and you don't want to be without... And these kind of devices make sure that uh, you'll be able to not only keep the power going and be able to recharge all of your devices, but with the solar panels, this can be an ongoing situation for as long as required. So again, I urge everyone to go to BeReady123.com and check these out. We have, say, the small portable units like uh, from 549, which is, say, 40% off, uh, up to the big units that will power your entire house for up to a week. And, uh, Steve, there's also a 30% tax credit available on some of these units. So we're saving you money and the government's going to give you a rebate as well. But these can be life-saving power devices. So I urge everyone to check out BeReady123.com or give us a call at 941-955-1020. That's 941-955-1020. We have about 100 of these left as of right now, Steve, and when they're gone, they're gone. I
0: want everybody to go get the information right now. Immerse yourself. Talk to Chris Horton and his team. Chris, thank you for carving time out on a Friday to do this. I really appreciate it.
3: Thanks so much, Steve.
0: The reason we do this with Chris is that the Warren Posse uh, loves these, and you guys hit the bid on these things. So make sure you just go get the information. Chris's team is up and ready. We'll get the the website and the number back up there uh, and put it on the chyron. Uh, Captain Bannon and Grace and the team at uh, in Memphis. Okay, we got a cold open for Joe Allen. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and let the let's let it rip for Joe Allen. We can't finish. Look, we're going to have Rudy come on in a minute. We got some clips in the Michael and Dell debate this morning. Going to be quite controversial. But I want to end uh, your week. I guess we count our Saturday as a Saturday show, separate than the week ending Friday before the weekend. Always want to leave on a on a on a bang with something from our transhumanism editor. Let's hit
2: it. Today we're going to create an avatar that looks and moves like me. We begin by smiling into the camera. I love to smile. Smiling's my favorite, and breathing gently for a short second. Is this what breathing looks like? I'm Joanna Stern, and I'm excited to host this video. No, I am the real Joanna. Okay, so I clone myself, kinda. Howdy, why? Well, the latest AI tools that generate text and images already make it hard to tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. What's coming next with AI-generated voice and video is gonna blur the lines even more.
4: These large language models, this is not an alien invasion of intelligent machines coming from Mars. I mean, we create these machines to make ourselves smarter. And if somebody actually uses GPT-4 to write something, I mean, that is, I think, what human beings do. We use tools to make us smarter. I mean, who here doesn't have their smartphone Hello, everyone, I'm an English
0: Artificial Intelligence anchor, this is my very first day in Xinhua News Agency, the development of the media industry calls for continuous innovation and deep integration with the international advanced technologies. I will work tirelessly to keep you informed as texts will be typed into my system uninterrupted. I look forward to bringing you the brand new news experiences.
1: Warm greetings to everyone. Namaste. I am OTV's and Odisha's first AI news anchor Lisa. As you all know, OTV is the first private satellite channel of Odisha which came into existence nearly two and a half decade ago. Now, giving birth to me and by instating me into the TV and digital world, OTV has marked the beginning of a historic moment not only in Odisha, but for all the regional television broadcast mediums across the country. I hope you will accept me with the same love and enthusiasm. Namaste. Thank you.
4: What are your thoughts on the potential for AI powered humanoid robots like
5: yourselves to be more effective leaders in government?
0: I believe that humanoid robots have the potential to lead with a greater level of efficiency and effectiveness than human leaders. We don't have the same biases or emotions that can sometimes cloud decision-making and can process large amounts of data quickly in order to make the best decisions. Joe Allen, the, the last, walk me through that cold opener, particularly the end, because I think that was the press conference they had with the, uh, I guess they're cyborgs uh, and, the, uh, and, the, uh, and the humans. Um, walk us through what we just saw.
6: Steve, that was just uh, really an illustration of the kinds of trends that are being pushed right now. The last was, of course, Sophia, quite famous, uh, built by Hansen Robotics, and that press conference took place. Uh, it was a UN event that is looking at the, the brighter side of artificial intelligence. That's also where we saw that Ray Kurzweil address at the very beginning, uh, the the real purpose, especially of those news broadcasters, is just to give you a taste of what a lot of the people in Silicon Valley, if not most, and perhaps something almost uh, approaching all, the people in Silicon Valley want to see artificial intelligence, they want to see avatars, and ultimately, on down the road, they want to see robots doing all of the things that human beings can do the greater replacement and the purpose, especially of showing these news broadcasters uh, right now. The, the first is from China. Uh, it's still in use, but it, it really didn't take off. The second uh, from India and the, 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 the very beginning there, we saw Joanna Stern at the wall street journal and she's cloning herself so that her avatar can basically, do uh, her day-to-day tasks for her, including meetings. This whole trend is moving towards a place where rather than having the same kinds of mediocre hacks who perhaps have a conscience and perhaps have some kind of uh, a potential to turn things around, uh, media companies are very interested in using artificial intelligence, generative artificial intelligence, to write stories on their own. And this is already happening, of course. Uh, CNET has been busted for using ChatGPT for writing stories. Uh, the Associated Press openly has used artificial intelligence for things like uh, uh, financial uh, uh, quarterly earnings statements uh, for news uh, on, on uh, sports and uh, other sorts of small tasks. But now they're partnering with OpenAI so that OpenAI will be able to train on every article they've ever written and then they, of course, will get access to the best that OpenAI has to offer to start writing their stories for them. Uh, News Corp is also showing a tremendous interest in Google's offer on their new artificial intelligence system, Genesis. Uh, Google has pitched this new news writing AI to the New York times, to the wall street journal, uh, to Washington post. And one point I really, really want to drive home here is that what we've seen since the pandemic, since Trump's first election, since the first Black Lives Matter uh, riots, and, you know, on back to, you could say, the weapons of mass destruction, and you could say even back to Nixon, there has been an increasing distrust among people with any sense at all in the media to tell the truth. And people have lost their faith in media to convey anything like the facts. Everything is tainted at least by opinion, if not by total distortion and misinformation. That distrust is opening up a window where the public is less and less concerned about the possibility of human beings being replaced by artificial intelligence. And I think that's why we're in such a dangerous place across the board whether it be in news organizations, in Hollywood, and maybe uh, most critically, as we move into the future in education, as people lose faith in the establishment, in the human beings in these establishment institutions, uh, the possibility of replacing humans entirely and turning it over to artificial intelligence that is in the hands of technocratic people in Silicon Valley, or other uh, tech centers, Seattle, Shenzhen, Beijing, uh, the the possibility of turning over human agency, human creativity, and in human potential to these people grows by the day. That is my big concern. As misanthropy grows, the propensity for algocracy grows.
0: Here's what concerns me about that, your theory of the case. Let's say you're right in that The institution we're in a fourth turning as we go through. You need a cleansing and a purging and a and a reconstitution of these institutions. If your theory is right, Joe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the institution I would argue that's probably fallen the farthest and the quickest, on a relative basis, the lowest, is the organized church, who went from the super high to just the bottom fell out. I mean, yes, Congress has fallen, the media has fallen entertainment's fallen, all of that, but I don't think any of them started as high as organized religion. If your theory is correct, then would people be open to actually have the influence of AI in the, in in not creating a new religion, but actually inserting itself into the organized religion of not just Christianity, but the other major, uh, the other major faiths in the world?
6: I think both are already happening already you have ministers, uh, rabbis, imams, uh, even Buddhist monks who are relying on artificial intelligence to write sermons. Uh, You already have in these very isolated places, and we've covered this, uh, churches, temples, uh, mosques. uh, I, I don't know about synagogues, perhaps, where you actually have robots who do the job of the priest. They're basically doing the sacred duties of the ritual chant, uh, conveying a sermon itself, uh, what, you know, giving blessings, answering questions. All of these are in the seed form. Uh, on the larger scale, though, you see, in, especially in the Protestant church, this kind of push towards mass digitization. I've walked into a number of megachurches where instead of, say, filling out a prayer request card or just simply talking to someone about your prayer request, uh, you're urged to go to an iPad. Where you would then enter your prayer request data into their database and assume that they're going to use that to pray. Uh, I've also been to churches where they ask people, uh, you know, if they've been saved online to click the link and then record their their soul being saved for uh, the the statistical purposes of the church. Uh, all of that to me, Steve, is is pure sacrilege. It, it takes away, the, the, the primary conduit of religious tradition has always been, of course, human beings. It's a human to human transition. And that digitization then puts the digital screen in front of that. And now human beings are being acculturated to turning to their devices, not only for the more practical things of life, but also for spiritual sustenance. On top of that, the, you know, really the, the core theme of my book, is a religion of technology itself that term by the way coming from david noble who really it informed the not only the structure and the ideas of the book but uh, a tremendous debt to the historian david noble but uh, th- what we're seeing on top of the digitization of existent religions is the creation of a sort of right now heterodox religious tradition in which artificial intelligence, robotics, genetic engineering, uh, and and the hope of a brain computer interface, all of these are woven together to create a sort of replacement religion. It is the highest power on earth to these people. Technology is not only the the damning God who threatens us, but also the savior who can save us from that damning God. Uh, This is uh, rife in Silicon Valley. It's openly spoken about by many in Silicon Valley, including some of the top people at Google. Ray Kurzweil, probably the most vocal among them, but uh, Sam Altman at OpenAI and more implicitly by people like Bill Gates at Microsoft. This and Elon Musk, let's not forget him either. So, you know, it's both, Steve. We're seeing the digitization of traditional religion. Simultaneously with the replacement of traditional religion with this religion of technology, this techno religion of transhumanism and even posthumanism,
0: "Dark Ian" is the book. Uh, uh, Joe's worked a year on this. By the way, Joe, just real quickly, why AI is teaching itself to generate data? I thought we were promised that this was not going to happen. We got a minute. What say you? Leads to the Financial Times today
6: and and that article it's a, it's a, a, basically a breakdown of JP Morgan's recommendations for businesses moving into the future they're basically warning legacy institutions to get their data in order so that it can be consumed by generative artificial intelligence and be put to use for all the purposes i just spoke about with media education and hollywood it's it's the idea is that the artificial intelligence will be doing much of the work for these companies everything from Personalized messages to all the customers, uh, things like uh, having a personal assistant for every employee, uh, and on and on and on. They are saying, get ready, because by for their date, 2027 is when they're going to see the real rollout of this. And if you don't keep up, you're going to fall behind, is their warning. Basically, become a cyborg or be left in the dust.
0: Wow. Uh, Joe Allen, the book is on Amazon right now, Dark Eon. It is uh, You will not be able to put it down. It'll be your uh, tour de force template for thinking about this going forward. Uh, Joe, real quickly, where do they get you on social media?
6: You can find me at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z, Twitter and getter, warroom.org under the transhumanism tab, and of course, joebot.xyz. Thank you very much, Steve.
0: Thanks, brother. The Mike Lindell debate on the Tim Pool Show. And of course, America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani next. Right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to drive fire practice with your actual firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon. When you go to iTargetPro.com or right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself. With iTarget Pro, that's the letter iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now that's the field of greens, better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit is due. Thanks, Field of Greens. End quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy... If you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred. dollars And And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait. Or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org.
5: War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, a lot going on. Uh, Todd Benson's got a huge story up about that war between the Texas officials and the Biden regime on the southern border. Uh, We'll try to get that up tomorrow. Tomorrow, I've got Ben Harnwell and uh, Dave Brat. We're going to break down the uh, Krugman. Non, He he doesn't believe de-dollarization is going to happen with the BRICS. We're going to walk through the the case of why it is going to happen. It may not change the dollar day one, but it's the path to change change the dollar. So we're going to have that. burkwoms going to update in Ukraine. Breaking news, I just got from the um, team of Captain Bannon and um, Grace Chong. Uh, <laughs> Harvard-Harris just came out. Poll. Trump 45, Biden 40. This plays in with the 46-40 they just had from a couple of weeks ago. So that's consistent. Beating Biden by at least five points. Even though they undecided, all break Trump's way. Rudy Giuliani, uh, Mayor, thank you for taking time away on a Friday to join us. I got a bunch of stuff you, to go through, so I want to kind of get through it rapidly. The first is the New York Post, our beloved New York Post. Huge story today on the whole Burisma thing, the Grassley memo. Uh, the situation is that you just hear the pressure and pressure on the lawfare side all day long on cable news. You know, Trump's going to get 95 more indictments. Just give I, us your assessment, particularly since you were the first one to bring the American people this entire situation in the Ukraine, um, and uh, and now Grassley put the memo out. Of course, the mainstream media is saying unverified. The New York Post is not saying that, and we're not saying that. Unverified. Your thoughts, sir?
5: It's, this is probably the most verified, informant information I've ever seen. It's been verified by about um, three years of disclosures, including actual testimony that people uh, have seen or can see. That's been tape-recorded. I mean, Shokin has testified. The guy who was fired, the guy who actually who actually uh, fixed the case, Lusenko has testified. I mean, there's direct testimony. Biden confessed to it when he when he was in front of the Atlantic Council. Uh, the hard drive contains at least five texts that would be used as admissions in the trial. Best one being. That hunter tells his checks his daughter straight out. I've had to give half my income for the last thirty years to Pop. Like uh, they say, well, there's no evidence that money went to Pop. Yeah, how about his son says he gave it to him? <laughs> I've never had better evidence than that, Steve. This is like Alice in Wonderland. The the the, the uh. R- R- the Rudy,
0: you you took down the you. Everybody saw the movie Godfather when they're sitting around the table with the five families. The movie, I think the timing is in the late 40s, or early 50s, before the move to Vegas. But you actually, as a prosecutor, you took down the five families. Do right. you have as much information, oh. do you have as much evidence to take down the Biden crime family as you had to take down the five families of the New York Mafia, sir?
5: Uh, I mean, without exaggeration, Steve, this would be the strongest case I've ever seen. I've never seen a stronger case. There are. <laughs> Literally five or six direct witnesses who actually can tell you the crime, uh, and, uh, and I'm I'm adding. I don't count on uh, my caller to uh, testify. The guy who was the, who gave the information, uh, because uh, he's a he's a he's an organized criminal and he's he's suspected of murder. But if he testified, now you have seven witnesses, and you have bank records. You have a uh, money laundering transaction of $3 million that goes to the Bidens. That's just on paper. You don't need a witness for it. I honestly have never seen more evidence than that. And to say that this is not verified is just a lie, horribly. Also, the Daily Mail today reported that the FBI had actually internally corroborated this. And They don't like to say it, but they, they were led to this. Because of the information that Costello and I uh, gave them in in uh, in Pittsburgh, because they say they went they went after this based on information they got from the Pittsburgh United States Attorney. Well, he had no information than the information we got, <laughs> wow. but they don't want to say that. Wow. They don't want to Kaboom. say it, but I, I and I Kaboom. know, and I of course I w- I won't say, but I know exactly the link, and. Um, I know who they're talking about in that, in that memo. And remember, the other witness, in addition to the extremely reliable informant, I mean, this, guy, this guy has a history of never being wrong. The other person, Ostapenko, who's named, works for Zelensky. You know that. So think about this. Zelensky's got all this information, probably even more.
0: Yes, yes, asked,
5: yes, 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 yes. That's, that's where the so shipping. U- that's where, where the. Sh-
0: yes, that, that's where we're shipping hundreds of billions of dollars. Over. That's where Calton to. By the way, people, maybe not. Rudy was sent to Pittsburgh to the U.S. Attorney of Pittsburgh and gave the whole presentation. And these guys are so excited. We wanted more information. And Bill Barr and Maine Justice buried it. Rudy, I got a bunch of other stuff to go through. I'm just saying, every day it comes out. More and more, the revelations that Rudy Giuliani has been right from the beginning, getting stronger. Okay, the three people most attacked in this nation for defending this republic right now in modern American life are Donald J. Trump, number one, Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, number two, and Mike Lindell, number three. Now, I recommend it to Mike Lindell. I think the world of Tim Pool, I think the world of Tim Pool's operation. I've been out to Harper's Ferry a number of times. Um, I love the show, and Mike was challenged to a debate with Scott Preston and Brainerd, on, uh, and I know Scott and, and, and Brainerd very well, about they're the ballot-harvesting guys, and Mike is, is got to take the machines out, you know, same-day voting, paper, all that. I want to say at the beginning, I am a 100%, and by the way, nobody's more highly regarded than Mike Lindell has given up more about this, I and I didn't know after recommending it that it was going to be live, but it was going to be in the morning show, wasn't going to be the classic Tim Pool evening show and Tim wasn't there to kind of referee it, so I I don't think that was exactly what was promised and not what we were promoting on the show. That being said, uh, Mike Lindell, I am one hundred percent a game day vote guy, paper ballots, get it all done in one day. Yeah, yeah. if it can be shown that we if, if we, it's shown that we can get to that and get rid of the machines because I'm not a machine guy, but get rid of the machines because with artificial intelligence and everything, we have to do that. If we can't for 24, because we have to win, there's no, we have no other option to win. Then you can look at like Charlie Kirk and and others are saying, you got to get into this ballot harvesting business. Rudy knows this because this is how they stole Pennsylvania in 2020 with the double sign, the two verifications that they ripped them out of the envelope and threw them away, and you couldn't get the verification. This is how they stole the 2020. Yes, also maybe even machines, but we can prove they stole it. From the ballots itself, I want to play some clip All because right. I, I just don't like the way this debate went down. Let's play. Let's play the first clip for uh, for uh, Mike Lindell
4: in this current footprint you would vote same day why because we have but that's to expo- not the reality mike it's not where no, we are this right is now. what this is where you'd let- like to matt, go but we're not matt, there now matt if i could sit here and tell you this plan right now that in august you can why just, can't why can't no, you just, mike why can't you tell us why can't you tell, can us, I tell it because you know what the media the, the only way i just tried to tell you with the al capone story but the the media right now everything let me finish Everything that comes out right now, all the things you're doing good, all the things, everything that everybody's out there, the 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 success is right. You're doing great things with the J6ers, whatever. Who knows about it? Nobody, nobody, because you're not on. We lost. I'm gonna tell you something. On January 7th and 8th, we lost that's a significant two days in history. That's the day 1.2 million Americans were deplatformed. They were deplatformed on all these platforms that had spoke out about our election and the ones that weren't were put into fear. That's the day we lost our almost lost our voice. Now, if you wanna talk about lawfare, there was a certain company, I won't name them, sued a certain company on, on February 4th of 2021. When they did that, everybody, the conservative media, like your Foxes of the world and your Newsmax of the world and your Salem media, they won't talk about anything to do with our election platforms. Zero, even 2,000 meals, Fox and Newsmax would not put on. They will not talk about where we're gonna fix our platforms platforms. So I get one shot at this. One shot. Right now, if I told you the plan here, it would die right here. They would kill it. They would die. Mm. I'm telling you. So we get one shot. And I'm telling you, on August 17th, go to LindellEvent.com right now. I have to have it. I'm going to get at least 10 million people watching that. And this is a plan that secures our election. And you're going to be, I would love it if you're there. You will be going, wow, this has never even been thought of. And you're going to embrace it. You will embrace it like you've never embraced anything. All, and by the way, all the work you're doing on other stuff and everyone out there that's, doing, that's been working tirelessly for two and a half years to fix our platforms, lawsuits, you just had 16 people get lawsuits against them, and felonies in Michigan yesterday. You have Texas down there that just went off of Eric. All these things, we needed to have a plan. Well, this plan, it puts it all in a bundle. Here it is, it's beautiful. Based on where we're at right now, Matt,
0: yeah. Mike's got it because you've got to get concentrated power. That's where we're in back of. This is the third one we're going to. We're in back of this plan with Mike Lindell to, to show it on the 16th and 17th, I think. of I think the 16th is to tee it up in 17th and to get millions of people to watch it like we've got the others. And this is if this can lead us to game day vote and paper ballots and just get it done like the French do— then this is the salvation. If it doesn't work and, and and Mike can't make the case, we got plenty of time to go and through the ballot harvesting. Rudy, give me a minute or two on that because you, besides, Rudy just wasn't deplatformed. They're trying to take his law license away. I mean, he's only think about it for a second. I want everybody to understand this. <laughs> this is the greatest lawman in the country. He broke, go back to look at the the five families in The Godfather. They got the oranges in the middle and they're talking about. Don Corleone is there. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani is not a movie. Rudy Giuliani broke the Five Families and put them all in prison. Then he got Milken and these guys on Wall Street that were tougher than the Mafia. He broke those guys right after it. Rudy, give me two minutes on this uh, because I got to get to one more topic. Give me your thoughts on sure, the Mike and like, Lindell. and Lindell's Such a patriot. He's amazing. Go ahead, oh, sir. I love him.
5: I I I, I think we've got to you know we got to try everything, uh, uh, Steve. We got the time right now. We've got to look at Mike's plan. Maybe it's not the whole answer. Maybe it's the answer for certain states because different states are have different problems. The ones that have long time voting, you know, long period, a month of voting, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out how to be in that. And therefore, I think, you know, what you mentioned with Charlie Kirk makes a lot of sense. Plus, we've got to we've got to be on top of them right from the beginning. We got to ask for inspections immediately. Go to court immediately. Like maybe in in early October, and not uh, wait. We got we got a challenge. The minute ballots come in, we got to treat it like election day every day. And we've got to have the inspectors, the lawyers, and we got to be willing to go to court early. But remember, we, we concentrate just in the states that matter. You're not going to do this in New York, and you're not going to do it in California. Let them steal it; they got it anyway.
0: We're not going to do it in some of our states. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down fighting in California. I think California. We, I think you we do? can reverse oh, California. Good. I do. Yeah. I think there's a ton of guys out there. I think if we get rid of the machines and all that. But look, we'll spend more time on this. Oh, I can be persuaded. I like think, ten, I don't think I one like Tim to work. do. Okay, what I'd like Tim to do. By the way, some war room is 100. percent We're going to be out there at the summit. Uh, we're going to be put, putting this up every day. We got about uh, four weeks. We need 10 to 15 million people watching it. Mike Lindell is the greatest marketer I've ever seen. We'll get I'll there. I'll do what I can to help and you. And we'll make sure you it's know. done. But, but that, Rudy, uh, you always, uh, Rudy always goes out of his way to do everything. This is why he's the greatest guy around. I wish Tim Pool, and I, I'm going to talk to Tim tonight. I'd like to have Mike Lindell go back out there on the Tim Pool. And I always recommend everybody call, contact me and said, hey, Tim's people reached out. I said you got to do the show, you got to go to Harper's Ferry, but it's worth it. It's it's unique. He's got a unique audience. Okay, we're gonna have more about this on Monday. Play more clips from that because I think this thing got a little controversial today. Rudy, yeah, let me play a "Cold Open" Whatever. for you, Rudy. The reason I really asked you on here was the following. Let's play the "Cold Open" for Rudy right now.
5: Yeah. Back now. We have some breaking news. Tony Bennett, one of the most beloved and legendary American singers of all time has died at 96 years old, just two weeks short of his birthday. The 19 time Grammy winner was honored with the Recording Academy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2001. He died in his hometown of New York. There was no specific cause reported, but Bennett had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2016 and we of course will continue to have much more on his life and impact on music and beyond
0: all throughout. Let me have it. Um, the, the last of the, Rudy, the last of the crooners. Tell me about your personal <laughs> relationship and the relationship of Tony Bennett to New York City.
5: Well, we had a close mutual friend, Peter Valone, who was the Democratic Speaker of the City Council. And one of my best friends to this day, uh, they grew up together in a story, And so I got to see Tony a lot when I was mayor. We did a day for him. Uh, and then he helped us build a high school, a performing arts high school we were going to name it after him, and he wanted it named after Frank Sinatra. He was an exceptional guy. He was a very, very giving, wonderful guy. Helped us raise an enormous amount of money for children. Uh, he would ask, how can I help? And he helped us raise money for this high school that is now the Frank Sinatra High School. It sh- should have been the Tony Bennett High School. But, you know, Frank Sinatra said about him early in his career, of all of us, he's got the best voice. And I think he never forgot it. You know, that really made his career in a way. And Frank Sinatra says he got the best voice. Nobody's going to disagree with that.
0: He's uh, t- t- Rudy, this is, he's called the last of the crooners. He died today at 96. What was it about New York City back, I guess, post-war, uh, a little bit pre-war, but post-war, that led to this, uh, that had that milieu that you had, Tony Bennett, you had Frank Sinatra. What was it about the city?
5: Well, it was the influence, really, of Bing Crosby and his his live performances at the Paramount Theater, at the Radio City Music Hall. They used to have, in the middle of movies, you'd have a live performance. I mean, it was ending when I was young. I I actually saw Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis that way. And they all, Bing, Bing Crosby was a great sensation, and they all kind of imitated his form of singing, which is, sort of a baritone voice and um, very, very uh, melodic music. Sinatra sort of made it really famous uh, when he was on the Hit Parade, which is the part that he, that he got when they had to remove him from the, from the uh, uh, band leader. They did it twice, once, for, once to get him on uh, the Hit Parade, and then to get them the part in From Here to Eternity. So I think Sinatra really made it famous, but he'll tell you he was imitating Bing Crosby. And he would then say, and Tony Bennett has the best voice.
0: Uh, tell me about Astoria, Queens, where uh, where Tony Bennett grew up. But tell me about that neighborhood.
5: Yeah, it was Italian-Greek. And uh, it, it was Democrat, like 80% Democrat. And they voted 75% for me. <laughs> I love the neighborhood. Any place where I did over... Fifty percent. Any place I did sixty percent, I love, and seventy percent, I'll do anything for. If they call me up to come to a street festival, even now, I'll go. It's a great neighborhood. It still has probably the best Greek restaurants in the city, and two or three fabulous Italian restaurants. And uh, it's still kind of an old-fashioned, an old-fashioned neighborhood. You know, they went to a Catholic school. The two of them, and Peter. Ran a city council of 45 Democrats, six Republicans, and I passed about 90% of my legislation, including the biggest tax cuts in the history of the city. Actually, the biggest tax cuts in the history of New York York State with a Democratic legislation. But Peter was a old-fashioned Kennedy Democrat, and so was Bennett. And both of them were very, and, and they spent a lot of time together. And Tony had an interest in, I just, in, I, in politics.
0: I, I, I want to just, before we leave, we got about two minutes. When he did all this fundraising, he did the high school for the performing arts, you offered to name it after Tony Bennett. And he said, no, no, no. no. I want it named after Frank Sinatra. Why did he say that?
5: Because Frank Sinatra, he felt, really made the difference in his career. When just out of the blue, he said that Tony Bennett had the best voice of all of us, meaning of all the group of about ten crooners that uh, you know were described that way, which which would have included Dean Martin and Bing Crosby and him, uh, I mean, victimone there were a number of them that had that kind of voice and sang pretty much the same songs. He said Tony Bennett's got the best voice, and all of a sudden he went right to the
0: Italian. Top. Uh, by the way, they're all Victor Mone, Tony Bennett, uh, Frank Sinatra. They're all Italian, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, you guys, <laughs> Rudy, Rudy, how do people get, we got to bounce, how do people get to your podcast and get her at 8 o'clock, uh, your show on WABC, and of course, the Sunday morning show with Dr. With Maria. Dr. Rice. Maria
5: on WABCradio.com. You can get that all over the world. We'll be on at 10 o'clock on Sunday, Dr. Maria and I. It's gonna After this week, it's going to be incredible. And then you can get me at com tonight in just okay. a
0: little while we'll be on getter 8 o'clock live Thank you for doing this by the way talk about Italians and Greeks Rudy Giuliani and John Katsimatidis at oh, WABC yeah. what, a, what a what a pair yep. Rudy thank you so much thank you for thank everything you. you do for the country uh, and for New York City
5: I'm, I'm, uh, you're on that Love list you, too Steve, that you mentioned
0: before <laughs> no, no no I got it easy we're going to leave with Tony Bennett passed away today the last of the crooners last of the 26
4: Watching Lindell
3: TV.
0: In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify? the air on board our Navy ships because of VireClan's advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy-inflaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com, that's ekpure.com, and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code STEVE, ekpure.com, code STEVE. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify? You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. Ekpure.com code Steve. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize.